It's a hockey show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Pathfinder Bank, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and by Labatt Blue. This is Utica's building, and they're not leaving. Dolan now on a three-game goal streak. He had a pair last night, and he's up to seven on the season. That's a fun chant. To the tune of the chicken dance, the Binghamton fans clearly show their displeasure with tonight's officiating in the early going. Ref good luck was not the chant. It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. The uh, chicken dance introduction. Many of you probably heard that at your <laughs> wedding. Scoop is here. Rain is here. This is 94.9 K-Rock. We are, of course, live at the 72 Tavern and Grill. Oh, I can't wait for Utica Comets and Saturday to get underway all day, all day, every Monday. And then here we are, and I'm excited. We've got Richard Bachman, goalie for the Utica Comets, with us. You were looking at me. It will explain. That was actually carried through the broadcast during the Binghamton game where they were chanting. I'm sure, well, you heard it when you were there. Hey, ref, you suck. And Joe Roberts, the voice of the comments, just kind of let that go on the air. <laughs> and we were chuckling a bit about that. So our producer, Matt Page, back in the studio, put that little extravaganza together for us. And, it's, and it's, he's, he's got it on hand so we can hear that whenever we want. But we want to start with the Springfield game, at least I do, and protecting the barn, protecting home ice, staying out there. You don't see that every day. They wouldn't leave the ice. We've heard some stuff about maybe there was a bump by one of the Springfield players. I don't know what your vantage point was from that. I know what mine was. I mean, we saw each other there. But maybe what you heard, what you can share, what you can't share. We understand you got to be diplomatic about this. Yep, yep, definitely. Well, first, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, It's good good to be here. It's good to be back on with you guys. Always. Um, Yeah, Springfield. The end of that game... There was definitely a bump. I think there was about eight seconds. One of the guys decided, still eight seconds left. I'm going to go hard when we were up 5-2. Um, and, and the boys didn't like it. So they, they let him know about it. Can't get into too much of what was being said out of there. Understood. Um, probably wouldn't be good for radio or <laughs> public ears. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was it was one of those, those things that happened. Uh, and no one wanted to back down. And... They were still yelling. We were yelling back. <clears throat> and uh, it, it was kind of like, no, we're saying we're holding our ground. This is our building. We're not leaving. You guys can take the take get out the door and get lost. Yeah, so you, you don't uh, got to go home, but you can't stay here. Go right. to your locker room, change, get out, take a shower, get on the bus, leave. Don't go away mad. Just go away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Molly Crew. He's <laughs> dropping a Molly Crew reference. Nice. That was a, a statement game, though. I mean, it was, it was chippy. There was some questionable... Some questionable play on their part, in my humble opinion. From I thought they were what, trying to bait you guys into penalties. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't take it was the bait. A, it was a really interesting game. Yeah. Because the first half was actually a really good up, up and down hockey game. I think it was 2-2, and, or we had just scored the second, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden just like a high-sticking penalty led to roughings, to getting guys getting jumped, and then an hit el- from behind, and elbows, and... You know, good on our guys for sticking up for themselves and holding their ground, but also staying disciplined to get the power play advantage. And we were able to pot some goals during that. So not only is it guys holding their own and sending a message back, but doing it the right way 
in a way where you get two points out of it. Yeah, nothing better than getting a win to, to basically shut them up, so to speak. I mean, even Evan McEnany, who's not necessarily a guy that you, you look to when the gloves get dropped in a hockey game. And even though we just talked about this off the other, there's not as much fighting within the game. When you see a guy like him that goes, no, I got I to gotta handle this for my teammates, you know some shady stuff is going out going yeah, yeah. on on the ice. Yeah, and I think, like you said, it was a statement game, but you have a guy like Mac getting in there and, and dropping the gloves, and it, it kind of shows kind of where we're at now at this point in the season. Kind of everyone's in it. Everyone's in it together and buying in now, and, and now is the time where we need to start letting it roll a little bit, and I think it's a good, maybe not starting point, but good stepping stone in the right direction to, to bring us all together a little bit more. Richard Bachman's with us here. Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern on 94.9 K-Rock. Scoop, I'll direct this to you because this is a conversation that we had on Sunday on the air talking about the Comets and this weekend's and even uh, this past Wednesday's game where we, we kind of sensed that it was there's team bonding on the road and then this was even beyond the play on the ice. This was a team really saying, making a statement, we are together and showing it to Springfield. Well, you used the word galvanize. Yeah. And uh, the galvanizes the team. And I, I saw a lot of that in the Springfield game and I thought it carried over against Binghamton where, you know, we kind of owed them. We had a sloppy first period uh, in a previous game against them. And lo and behold, we go out there and we have uh, the hot hand in that first period. And then lo and behold, Springfield plays against the Charlotte Checkers Saturday night. And with two minutes left, they give up two goals and lose the game. So, you know, maybe they got rattled a little bit here in Utica the night before and it carried over for them as well. What was the date, the 21st? We got a circle when the Comets are back in Springfield and we'll see if a a score gets settled on that particular night. Yes, the 21st in Springfield on Friday night. And three more games with Binghamton on Comets Ice this month. This month. It's going to get very interesting. Sure is. It's got to feel good. You picked up a win this weekend, though. So, I mean, the team's got to be feeling good. Thatcher got one. You got one. When everybody's doing their part in a positive sense to contribute to the team, everybody's feeling good about themselves, minus some of the injuries that I know are of concern. But Colin Saucerman was signed. He of a huge, uh, Colton Saucerman, excuse me, <laughs> yeah, Colton. of a huge, wicked beard, signed him to a PTO. What do you know about him? I'm sure you've got a little bit of a sc- Oh, no, you guys have been out for a couple yeah, days. Yeah, we've had a couple days here to, to rest with the schedule we have coming up with um, playing pretty much every other day. We travel down to Charlotte, back yep. back to Springy yeah. for that one. Um, so we, we don't, I don't know a whole lot. Um, I... I I know a little bit, but I, I know he's a, a guy that can come in and, and he can help us on the back end, and we're gonna we're gonna need that right now. And I think it's another guy, like you said, we play bingo three times this month. We got Springy again. He's, uh, if what I can remember is correct, he's he's a guy that can get in there and mix it up if he needs to. And um, you know, so I think it'll be you know, RJ and uh, Patty Conacher. They've done a great job every time they brought someone in. That, that can come in and be one of the guys, play a great role. Um, so I expect nothing nothing but the best from him. The reason he was signed to the PTO is something we were discussing right before we got on the air, and uh, we'll bring the discussion out to those listening right now. Scoop, uh, I showed you the video. If you didn't see it, uh, Ashton Sautner took an elbow, a very questionable elbow, and then his face hit the dasher board. 
uh, broke his or- orbital bone, so you need a replacement for the time being there. Then, of course, we talked about Chatfield um, out long-term right now. Uh, where, where else are we with some guys that can support the back end? I know you know more than we do, and I know there's certain things, once again, everybody understand, there's a line that yep. Richard has to go up to and what he can divulge and what he can't. Yeah, I think uh, obviously we're going to be missing those two for a little bit here. Um, it's no secret, Chetty's got a cast on. So yep. he's, he obviously can't play right now. Right. Um, Sotsi's got to take care of himself and and get that sorted out. I, like I said, we've had a couple days, so we haven't really been able to see where he's at um, as of today. But uh, Ulevi's probably pretty close. He's getting I, there, yeah. I can't put a time frame on it, but... Uh, it's good to see him back on the ice with us. And he's, Definitely been missed. He's young, but he's a huge part of that back end. And um, Just from the beginning of the season, you saw glimpses of, man, that guy can play. So it would be nice to get him back. But uh, until the time being, you know, we, uh, we, have a, we have a great group of guys. And I know everyone's going to put it out there and work hard. And, they, you know, we'll get the job done. Absolutely. I was curious if you got uh, a few moments with Coach Travis Green while you were in Vancouver. If... Uh, there was a conversation there. Anything you can share? And, and how was your time in Vancouver? Yeah, you're feeling good, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, anytime you can get a call up and, and an opportunity is an unbelievable experience um, and, and a great thing. It was good to see Travis. Um, he has same old Travis Green. Uh, not much has changed. He's he's doing his thing up there, and it's um, getting results. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's he's really. I think moving that team in the right direction. They're young. Um, they, they have a lot of new pieces in there, and he's doing a good job. But uh, he always asks about things around here and how the how the city is, not just on the high, on the ice and with the odd and stuff, but how the city is. I know he loved Taylor and the Cook. and um, So you guys get the, the scoop on everything that's going around town. And, I think um, he fell in love with this little city a little bit. Kind yeah, of, he spent four years of his life here. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it kind of it does that to you. This is <laughs> well. This is my fourth year now, yeah. and uh, it, it it does. It's it's home. You know, it's a, it's a great place to be. So it was good to see Travis. And then other than that, it was good. It was uh, had a good time working with their goalie coach. He's new this year, so we're kind of in the transition of implementing a new, few new things into my game and all the goalies in the organization, um, which can be difficult and can take a little bit of time. But it was a good to get a good month month with him and still trying to incorporate some of that stuff as we move forward here. So uh, Coach Green can be a man of few words, yes. but it sounds like he, he shared a little more than that. Like, like he had some conversations about Utica. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Green is awesome, and especially once you get to know him. And you just got to get him in the right spot at the right time and uh, I guess the right situation. If things are going well, he'll open up, and uh, he, he's a great guy. And in the press, we generally see that one side of yep. Travis, the very reserved you know, choosing his words carefully, Travis Green. I catch myself. I'll watch the post-game press conferences because I, I, Scoop and I both try to pay t- attention, obviously, to what the Canucks are doing. Yep. And, and I'll watch. The, they'll live stream them on Facebook, and I'll watch them, and somebody will ask a question, and I'm like, you dummy, what are you asking him that for? I know exactly what he's going to tell you. Like, you can you just, just see the wheels, the wheels spinning. You can just see him, you know. He's... You just, you just kind of know, like, Travis isn't going to answer that. Yeah. Or, or this is the type of answer that you're going to get. It's, it's this expected answer, and, and I almost 
I look forward to it, and I wish that I could see the expression on the reporter's face when they're asking it. Probably sometimes, like, when we're talking yeah. to each other, where you're just like, where the guy's like, oh, I probably shouldn't ask them that right <laughs> then and there. Number one rule, always think about your question yeah. before asking it, and really think about it. So you never know. Sometimes there's some bad ones out there. We're like 50-50 <clears throat> here on you Utica. You guys do pretty good. On Utica Comets Insider with 94 <laughs> points. Insider's great. Yeah, with a 72 Tavern and Grill, of course, hosting us this year. You've joined us in, in years past. What do you think of the new setup here? This place is fantastic. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's uh, If you haven't been down here, I'll throw a little plug in right now. Please. you got to get down. This steak sandwich is awesome. The ahi tuna bowl, fantastic. I've heard the pork chop is really good, too. They have this pork chop here. I almost ordered that the other day for pregame. Okay. But uh, maybe next time, so that's good to know. A little protein overall uh, gets you you started before a game. That's right. So Richard Bachman is the only Comets player I've ever loaned a book to. Uh, Richard Bachman also has turned in probably the best playoff or performance against the Comets, or at least one of them, and then when you add on that it was in a playoff game that I've seen, that was my initial introduction to you when you were with Oklahoma yeah, City, yeah. and you, everybody raved about Markey and the job that he did, he did during the Calder Cuff playoff run, which was in year two of the Comets' existence. We're now in six, I obviously. think a lot of Comets fans were equally uh, impressed by you standing on your head. Yeah. And, and it was kind of a cool thing to have you, you know, it was like full circle. Then, wow, he's coming here. You know, it's. We were like, who is this guy? <laughs> and I mean, we're glad that you're here now. But do you, do you reflect on that? Have you ever reflected on that? Any thoughts on that? Do you remember that series? Yeah. It's I mean, just, it was a great oh, series. It was a yeah. war. Yeah, I remember that series. And, and Marky was unbelievable. And, like, it, it, was, it was a war. It was, uh, it was a lot of hockey. Seven games, which was really like nine with all the overtimes we played. Yeah. And with the travel, um, you guys stole all the good flights out of Syracuse. So we were busting to <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. on two. We had two crews going at different times. You guys were already in Oklahoma City. We're still trying to get back there in between games. And it, it was wild. It was just it was playoff hockey at its finest. It was two teams, neck and neck, toe-to-toe, could have probably gone either way um very similar built teams and uh yeah you look back on it and and that's where you want to get you want to be in the playoffs you want to have a chance just like i mean unfortunately utica lost that year Mm -hmm. in the finals but that's what you look for every year you you just gotta i think we were a seven seed going into it like you just gotta sneak in there and once you're in the dance you never know what can happen so that's what that's what our goal is every year is get to the playoffs and hopefully we can do that again this year and, and take it far that's why you play the game scoop you can attest to this it, it's funny over the past few seasons no matter who we have here on on comets insider that we talk to we talk about the veteran leadership on the team guys like carter banks darren archibald obviously who everybody jokes could run for mayor and win in this town but people always bring up Richard Bachman. You are a notoriously great teammate and highly respected in the locker room. So strip away the humility for a second. Why is that? I mean, what is your mindset as far as being a teammate? Because to a man, everybody brings you up without provocation. Yeah, that's uh, it's true, it's hard though. to talk. I, I hate talking about myself. I know so that, uh, but I know but, that. Uh, it's probably because I'm old now. <laughs> they probably feel bad for me. They're like, you're just going to give them a plug here and there. No, uh, I think it's just it, it, probably the way I grew up. Just hard work, do things the right way. We were talking before we got on the air here, being a good person, right? You Absolutely. Gotta, no matter what you're doing, whether you're with our trainers, um, 
coaches, fans, other teammates, rookies, veterans, like if you're just a good person to people, it comes back and it rewards you. You've um, done, you have been that way with me, and I'm sure Scoop would say the same thing, since day one that you became a Utica comic. And I see the way that you treat everybody from the – the staff behind the scenes, and, you know, in, right outside the locker room and everything. I even, I, I even feel so, I always want to get them a different chair or a better chair. You sure you're good with that? And I've done it a few times this oh, year. Yeah. You don't want the small chair. You want the big chair? I'll go yeah. get the big chair. Because it's, it's like you said, though, you're, you're kind to people, and I think it comes back around. We're glad you're here, and, and you're going to stick with us for another segment. Definitely. Richard Bachman of the Utica Comets here, 72 Tavern and Grill, Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. Let's go! Let's saucer pass back to Rayman and Scoop on Comets Insider. You Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. You can listen, of course, the stream, krock.com, the K-Rock app. We are with Richard Bachman at the 72 Tavern and Grill right next to the Adirondack Bank Center. And you should come down these Monday nights and join us. Have a little something to drink. Lots of TVs here so you can watch Monday Night Football. And uh, thank you again for joining us, Richard Bachman. What moments maybe in this season stand out to you as being the most memorable so far? Oh, boy. Going to Vancouver uh, probably yep, was pretty cool. Yeah, to obviously call going up. to Vancouver, the call-up was fantastic. Um, I think the game the other night against Springfield is, is one of those highlighted moments of the season so far just for the reasons we talked about earlier and kind of bringing the group together i think that was that was pivotal i think going into toronto um and getting two wins off of them early in the year was a another big moment um for this team yeah and, and that doing was it and going in there and kubli he played great in goal and getting getting the job done with other pieces with other guys throughout the season so far and i think hopefully when we the dust settles on some injuries and some call-ups, and we, we kind of get a little bit more consistency with our lineup. Um, we're going to really start taking this thing and rolling. We looked at the schedule during the break there, and you got a couple of crazy weeks ahead. Right around Christmas, the, the week before, there's four games in seven days. And then when you start back up after Christmas, you've got four games in seven days. That is a lot of hockey, so I imagine... Uh, there's an attempt to maybe conserve a little bit of energy right now and where you can the rest of this month. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's difficult right now. I think that's why we had a couple days here to kind of rest, get some guys a little bit healthier. Um, and now we roll until basically Christmas Eve. So we, uh, we, we got a couple home games, head down to Charlotte, take a couple games there, come back. And then I think, what is it, three three games before or two games here home and home and or away and home right before christmas so it's uh hopefully all the boys did their christmas shopping already because there's not gonna be much time yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask when do you find time for simple life things like that like and planning a christmas uh, there you've got to travel and all you must have an amazon prime account i was just gonna say amazon (laughs) does it all so i or that's what i do i've had like four packages in the last 10 days yep you're sitting on the bus you're like oh let me just take care of this real quick yeah that's smart you do it when you can can we talk about Devin, though, your wife? Um, yep. Because we, we talked about it behind the scenes a little bit, and I, and I hope you don't mind. But no, no. Hockey moms, they, they do their thing, and then you grow up, and some of us end up being professional goaltenders like yourself. 
And then you've got your beautiful wife and your kids, and they're very young, and you're on the road, and the next thing you know, you're in Vancouver. This is all the stuff Richard and I talked about the other day. But what they do to allow you to do this, they're the unsung heroes of your professional career, basically. Yeah, oh, definitely. Definitely. It's you, At least to have a family and have children, you can't do it without great foundation. And that's my wife, and it's uh, she's always been supportive. She's always there if you... You know, someone to talk to. She's a little biased sometimes. Of course. I think she likes me a little bit. (laughs) Depends on the day. But, uh... (laughs) Fact. It's all married. Depends how much we've been on the road, too. (laughs) It's all married men, though, for one reason or another. Um, But, no, it's... it's, I mean, we don't have weekends off. We're... We get it basically one day a week. Um, Your Monday, in a sense. Yeah. We're kind of taking up a little bit of your Friday right now, or your Sunday afternoon, noon, in a sense. So, uh... So, she's thankful for you guys. She has to do bedtime again by herself. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mrs. Bach. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, it's – she's amazing. Uh, Like I said, the foundation, she does everything a million times better than I do it, and she does it – it makes it look easy. Um, She gets it. But she also, I think, realizes how fortunate we are to be able to not only move around and see different – meet different people and live in different places. Um, I get summers off. Mm -hmm. She enjoys that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's – we're so fortunate to do what we do and to be able to raise our kids in this environment and bring them here and they get to go to games every weekend. Um, so I think I'm speaking for her, but I think all of that makes it worth it. In the end of the day, yeah. So you have two now, right? Knox and... Knox and Vale. So what, what do you they do? They own the Adirondack Bank Center, too. At least, at least Knox thinks he does. That's I was. He, he walks in, and he just goes, and everyone's like, oh, hey, Knox. Like, He's up? comfortable here. Yeah, it's almost scary. You bring him to the soccer games? Uh, we went to the uh, home opener. Mm-hmm. We didn't go yesterday. We went to the Polar Express. Very good. to the North Pole last night. Very good. Yes, it was fantastic. Um, but no, so the soccer game was awesome. Knox loved it. He, I had to get a soccer ball on my way out of here, and then we continued to play for five days in a row. So it's, he loved it. It's funny. I had a, I ranted on the air. I do this segment every day. I'm on from three to seven on this station, and I call it Radio Daddy. So it's where I talk about being a father, and my son and and Rick has, or excuse me, Scoop has been to my house before. So he knows how it's set up. When you come to my house, you play cars, matchbox cars. Well, he has one car, this brown piece of crap car that I get. And he nice. gets all of the cool trucks, all of the race cars, of course. and then he always smashes my car Yeah, it up. is. Uh, you, you showed a picture of it today on Facebook, I think it was, and it is really dinged up. Oh, he, it, it's, it, was, it was a sweet Mercedes, but now it just looks yeah. like this Demolition beater. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, can I have another car? And he never lets me have another car. And then I'm like, I don't want to play cars right now because every time we play cars, you smash my car. No, I'm not going to do that this time. And I was telling everybody, it kind of reminds me of the scene in Charlie Brown where Lucy has the <laughs> football, (laughs) swears she's not going to move the football, Charlie runs to kick it, and of course, she moves the football. That is my life every day as a parent. You must look forward to those, especially during the season, for that six or seven months you're really in the grind. Yeah, no, definitely. uh, You have to take advantage of the days you get. So going to the soccer game the other day was awesome. It was just nice to come here away from hockey, away from getting ready and performing and just sit back and enjoy the time with the family and watch, kind of watch them enjoy it. So it's good. And then today we were making Christmas ornaments and doing all kinds of things. So it was, uh, we don't get too many times where it's two days in a row. So they really enjoyed it. And, and I enjoy it, too, so it's fun to take advantage of these times. In, you're, in a sense, you were almost making a Hallmark Christmas movie at home during your couple of off days. Does she make you watch those as well? 
Uh, no, we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> Not with a one Lucky and a half you. And three and a half. <laughs> if we have time to watch anything, it's like one episode and we're sleeping. Yeah, absolutely. So. Was she or any of your family able to go visit you when you were in Vancouver? Uh, no, actually. Tough. Um, That's tough. Yeah, it, I was. I saw them in Buffalo. We played a game in Buffalo, so they came okay. out to the game and got to see that and enjoy that. And so I saw them for 15 minutes after the game before we flew down to New York City. Um, but yeah, the, my time in Vancouver was weird because I, I left the East Coast, went all the way to the West Coast, and I was there for one week. And then we came back through for two weeks and hit every Eastern city you can imagine. Back to Van for a few days, California, and then I was back here. So I just kept hopping coast to coast and never lined up with getting to see them. But they, uh, Knox, now he's a little older, he kind of gets it. Um, Vale, doesn't, the time doesn't really affect her. But, uh, also, Knox is used to it. It's third or fourth time it's happened with him. So he's like, oh, no, okay. it's gone. Okay. Dad's, right. th- dad's going to be gone for a couple yeah. days. We'll see him soon. Probably a lot of FaceTiming and things like yep. that. And Richard Bachman is with us. It's Utica Comets Insider here at the 72 Tavern and Grill. We do this every Monday from 7 to 8 here on 94.9 K-Rock. So you got a chance to work a drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts with Thatcher <laughs> and Zach. Uh, there was a little bit of video of Thatcher that was put out yeah, on, yep. on social media and on the website. But tell us a little bit about your experience. Uh, Thatcher's too tall to work a drive-thru. <laughs> okay. He's, and, and Zach, for that matter. Uh, I didn't work much of the drive-thru. I did. I stuck inside on the counter, um, and it was fun. It was, we had a great time. The, the employees there were awesome. Um, they, they let us do a couple things, but we were all really slow. So they were kind of, hey, we'll just kind of guide you, and we'll take over real quick because <laughs> you guys will way behind so hi but, nice to meet you i play goalie for the comments yeah. uh, if you want your coffee you should probably talk to her yep. <laughs> but uh no it was a cool it was a cool experience i mean doing what we do we get to be involved in a lot of different things reading at schools and a bunch of different community appearances but working a drive through was never one i've done so it was check it off the list it was fun and uh like i said that's just too tall you think he hit his head like 10 times every time trying to hand a coffee in I figure you work really hard your whole life to be a professional hockey player just so you can serve coffee at, at Duncan. Did anybody ask you to, to autograph their box of donuts? Uh, that, any- no, I don't think that one actually happened. We did do a couple autographs, but okay. uh, no box of donuts. It was a weird time. Two o'clock on a Monday. It wasn't as busy, I don't think. Well, I, I didn't think it would be that busy, and it really wasn't, so it was pretty good, though. And, and I don't think it was really promoted. It was, they kind of snuck it in. <laughs> So people you were surprising are probably, people. People yep. are walking in and they're surprised. Yep. And we heard uh, Thatcher told a story with Joe Roberts on the Comets cast, which is obviously on all the Utica Comets social media, of having some uh, pizzas delivered, and then the the pizza delivery guy ended up requesting autographs from him. Like, what a weird thing! Like, you know, probably playing video games or something, hanging out at the house. Order a pizza. The I've next thing this, you know, yes. okay. Has anything like that ever happened to you? You ever had some strange stuff like that? Uh, I don't think anyone in my house, per se. Not that I can think of. That one's pretty unique. Yeah, I thought so. Like, it's not every day a pizza guy knows who you are, let alone will actually ask you for the autograph. Have you ever? Have um, you had any? What's your weirdest? Uh, I guess being a professional athlete type of story like that. Fan encounter. Oh, yeah, fan encounter, if you will. Ooh. That's tough. Where maybe you got surprised, you know, you're 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 shopping for furniture or something, and yeah, no, that that does happen. Like you'll you'll be at the grocery store, or you'll be 
you know home depot or something and all of a sudden you're locked into like a 20 minute conversation with a fan which right. is great but you're also like oh man i should have been home 15 <laughs> minutes ago where how, like, where did he go yeah so uh but yeah nothing nothing too crazy um uh, there's been a couple times where you've been asked to autograph skin and you don't really no, want to go there uh no so and I know you get a kid and he's like, hey, sign my forehead. And you're like, your mom's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably come and hunt me down. So Sharpie, this thing's going to be on there all week. Yeah, that's that's not a good thing. So <laughs> Thatcher, Thatcher, we brought him up, got his 50th win for the Comets as a, a notoriously good teammate. What do you say to him? You got to be happy for him. I'm sure it was it, the whole team was real happy when he came back and got that first win a couple yeah, weeks definitely. ago. And I and I see the way you guys all support each other. You know, it's it, like you said, it's not just always about Richard Bachman. It, it's it's about your teammates and supporting them as well. So what do you what do you think about that? How do you feeling about oh, that? It's unbelievable. It's uh, I didn't even really realize it happened at the time because for us, it's every day's a new game, and for the most part, we don't really look at games played or wins and that kind of stuff you, you might glance at it when you guys bring it up or at the end of a season but kind of in the moment you don't really i'm sure he didn't even know where he was at with all that yeah so, for sure but it's a it's a fantastic achievement and i think a lot of it shows how consistent he's become in his in his time here um from his rookie season especially as a rookie you, you see it like He's made such big strides. Huge. And so for him to get that, it's a great accomplishment. And, it's, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the first of many. And hopefully there's not too many more here and he can start racking those numbers up in Vancouver. And that's what, you know, everyone everyone wants to be in Vancouver, but everyone's rooting for each other too. And for a young guy like that, you're super proud of him and you're happy. And now you're like, all right, buddy, you can move on and start yeah. racking those numbers up in the NHL soon. Absolutely. Richard Bachman, goalie for the Utica Comets, with us on Utica Comets Insider. We're here at the 72 Tavern and Grill with 94.9 K-Rock. We're up against a break. Any last words for Richard Scoop? Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Have a great holiday. Yeah, definitely. We, and uh, thanks for spending some time with us. We, we've talked to Richard probably as, as much as anybody if, over the last couple of years. If not more. Yeah, no, it's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Uh, as it's always fun. As it's genuine, fun. the exact same, whether it's here, whether it's at the Adirondack Bank Center, and uh, all around great guy and a hell of a goalie, too. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. As always, uh, anytime you need me. I'll be down here. We're going to get and you. And it out. also gets me out of bedtime routine. So. <laughs> he he was bad. safe for changing that last-minute diaper. That's right. If, if you, We're going to cut you <laughs> now. Guys. I don't know. You might have a few minutes to get home and take yeah, care right. of that. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, guys. We apologize once again to, to Devin, his <laughs> wife, uh, Mrs. Bachman. This is 94.9 K-Rock. Joe Roberts, The Voice, is next. Now back to two guys who have spent more than a little time in the sin bin. Here's Rayman and Scoop on Comets Insider. Yeah, 72 Tavern and Grill, Utica Comets Insider at 94.9 K-Rock every Monday from 7 to 8 o'clock, courtesy of Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. Uh, you can listen right here on the airwaves. You can listen on the app. You can stream at krock.com. If you've got an Amazon Echo, you could say Alexa, enable K-Rock Utica, or play K-Rock Utica here. That way, you can subscribe to the podcast in case you can't listen live or you miss a portion of it, or you want to go back and listen, you can do that on iTunes, Google Play, and, of course, uh, soundcloud.com slash Comets Insider. It's there as well. And then in the Twitter and Facebook feeds of the station at KROCKCNY, 
And then we'll, of course, spread it out there with all of our personal accounts. We appreciate everybody that listens, no matter how and when you do. So two wins, one loss last week for the Comets since the last time we talked to the voice, Joe Roberts. We have got to start out as we welcome him on the phone with a, a, a I don't, we've got to commend him i think is the perfect word on that outstanding suit that suit man you could see that from space it was fantastic uh, i know he put it at roberts on the mic is his twitter it was out there it just it was splendid and every <laughs> bit of hyperbole that we can heap upon him please talk about it joe uh, well, the Internet is a glorious place, is it not? Um, yes. I hope you guys had a uh, bright and festive Hanukkah season. I know I did, uh, and I figured I could bring a little bit of flair to the Festival of Lights. Uh, so I, I thought it was pretty bright. Um, I enjoyed wearing it. I, I thought people got a kick out of it. And, uh, you know, when it comes to everything, I like to bring my personality to it, and that's no different. So uh, anytime I have a chance to, to have fun, uh, I'd like to take advantage of it. Ben Burnell was officially awarded the Ellery Award for his outstanding coverage of the Comets with the Observer Dispatch. Presented him with his plaque on the ice. I know that you interact with him a lot. I can't say enough good things about him. Totally deserved that. Uh, Anything that you want to add, Joe? He does a fabulous job. Uh, His attention to detail, his willingness to cover any and all things Comets. You know, it's it's unique to have somebody who covers your team like it's an NHL team uh, in the American Hockey League. And so he does a, a, just a, a terrific job. And, uh, for a lot of kids, it's, uh, you know, the, the daily distributed newspaper doesn't exist. So good writing is going by the wayside. But he is definitely somebody that is keeping that flame lit. And he does terrific work. And uh, we're very, very lucky to have him as part of our community, uh, in the media community, and somebody who can inform readers about the comments uh, with such um, well-written content. So it's a very deserving award for Ben, and, uh, you know, hopefully that's the first of many. Let's start with the Springfield game Friday night. We just had uh, Richard Bachman on, and perhaps you heard him describe how that game started out like a very good hockey game, and then it just sort of got chippy sticks went up elbows went up uh guys got hit and then at the end of the game we got a standoff between both teams essentially with springfield not wanting to leave the ice well what did you take away from that game what were what were some of the things that stuck with you after calling that game about guys sticking up for each other i think that's so important during the hockey season and a team that has fought some struggles and maybe has had some identity issues but uh, once you put your team in a situation where they have to stand up for each other, that's a lot, uh, a lot bigger than people might give it credit for. And you know, it's one of those moments too where they protect their house. Uh, you have to protect your house; it's yours. That's your building, your ice, your fans. Uh, and you want to make sure that that uh, you kind of flex your muscles on that matter. So it was something that was uh, it was a good hockey game. I think that's part of the identity of Springfield is they want to be a little greasy and they want to get under your skin and. Um, you know, they, they barked and, and we tried to bite. So it was just, uh, you know, it was it was a good hockey game. It was a good win to pick up against a solid team from a really deep division. Um, and, and Utica struggled a little bit against the Atlantic in a small sample size. So to pick up that win was, was certainly good. And, and so uh, a combination of that, winning a game against a, a highly ranked team in a, in a very good division and then being able to stand your ground like that and protect one another was, was valuable. 
We are joined by the voice of the Utica Comets, Joe Roberts. We're live at the 72 Tavern and Grill. He's on the phone. Utica Comets in Siderwood 94.9 K-Rock. I want to ask Matt Page, our producer back in the studio, to share with you exactly what Joe said when there was a stand. It was like it felt like an Old West standoff on the ice. Neither team would leave, but Matt fired that. I want to play Joe's own words back to him real quick. This is Utica's building, and they're not leaving. Yeah, you, you, you basically said it right there, and then the word was galvanized. I, I feel like... It's a turning point for this team because it represented a real, a real bond, a real we've got each other's back as we've been talking about. But it just seemed a, a little bit above and beyond. Like perhaps to me. Uh, Springfield w- w- was trying to draw some penalties and trying to bait the Comets into into taking some penalties, and they stayed the course. They stayed it, disciplined. It, they didn't take the bait. Did you notice that yourself, Joe? Yeah, I mean, for sure, it would have been really easy for things to get out of hand. You know, it was uh, what was it, Bobby Farnham from Springfield, who's kind of uh, built himself a, a reputation for being the word I used to describe it was greasy. You know, I'm sure people would have some uh, less flattering terms to, to describe his style of play. He's one of those guys that just irritates the heck out of you, right? So. Um, his job is to do that and, and try to lure players into making bad decisions. But really what ends up happening is that if, if, if the Comets in that situation don't nibble, uh, then they go to the power play like they did. And then look at the power play numbers from that game. They cashed in on the extra attacker, I think, on uh, five on three once, uh, and then another time with a delayed penalty. And so uh, with a team who has a power play as good as Utica, you you got to be bananas if that's your game plan to try to irritate them because uh, the Comets will remain more disciplined and, and they'll let their power play speak on their behalf. So um, I think that it was a trap that, as you guys uh, alluded to, is was something that Springfield tried to set, but it wasn't one that the Comets stepped into. So, Joe, uh, Ashton Sautner, we've got to ask about the injury. Uh, let's kind of step into the next day and obviously a 7-4 win against the Binghamton Devils uh, but a broken orbital the video's been out online he, he took an elbow that was clearly intentional and uh, after contact he, his face basically slammed the edge of the dasher board. Uh, Bacher was telling us uh, he's looking rough right now he'll be fine but it's going to be he's going to miss a little bit of time from your vantage point um, obviously, Eric, was it Ting- Tingrati? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Tingrati. Tingrati. He's, uh, you know, he's a longtime American hockey leaguer. He's a Calder Cup champion with Grand Rapids. Uh, he's a physical hockey player, and uh, he's been absent from the Binghamton lineup early in the season because he dealt with some injuries as well, and uh, that's kind of his style of play. You know, I can't speak on the on the details of the injury. Everything I've heard has been secondhand, so I consider that up since up since uh, you know what I mean. At any rate, yes. it's uh, I, I just consider it nothing until I hear it from uh, the horse's mouth, the medical staff, or whatever it may be. So, sure. um, at any rate, it's a uh, it's a tough injury for Sots to take. You know, he was really putting together a nice game this season. He's physical along the wall. He's getting in offensively scored in that game, too, uh, before he went down with the injury. So uh, yeah. the thing that kind of scared me is, you know, hockey players are some of the toughest people on earth. But when they go down to the ice and they, and they kind of kick their feet the way that he was, um, it was just something that you know is different. And so when you see that happen, it, it kind of gives you that uh, terrible feeling in your stomach. So 
Um, I, I wish him a speedy recovery. I really do. The comments are sure. different without him in the lineup. Uh, so I hope he can come back in a hurry. Should I, I, I mean, that's got to be a, a suspendable hit without question. Uh, the intention was bad on Eric uh, Tang, Tangrady's part. Uh, that being said, what's on Comic Cast right now? What's the most recent episode? I know it was Thatcher was the last one. Is there a new one since? Yeah, it was Ashton Sonner, actually. He was, uh, oh. he was the guy we sat down and talked with. And, uh, you know, it's, it's as far as the suspension goes, that's the job of the league to shake out and a decision for them to eventually make. And would I be surprised if he catches a couple of games? No, not really. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff is pretty unpredictable. So uh, he, But Stotts was nice enough to sit down, you know, uh, if you have the time, give it a listen. He has a really unique story. You know, he, he lives in a town during the summers with only 129 people. His dad actually used to be the mayor uh, in the town, so we had a laugh about that, but he was a great guest, and like I said, you know, he's just a good personality, as nice as they come, a great pro, uh, a guy that you want to have on your team and in your organization, so I hope that uh, he can be in a hurry. That was an interesting game in Binghamton. It was nice to go down there and return the favor and get four goals on them uh, to, to, to jump out to a nice lead in the first but then kind of had to hang on there. It was kind of a white-knuckle ride there for a while until the end when, you know, the Comets were able to make some distance. I mean, they got it to 5-4, and it was a little, it was a little bit of a nervous time there, Joe. I like yeah, to consider well, it a, a buck-kicking. We talk about it quite a bit. You know, I think that's part of human nature. You get yourself in a comfortable position and maybe you let off the gas a little bit. Um, all I know is that to go in and pick up two points in Binghamton and string together back-to-back two hard-fought wins, too. I mean, you have to consider as well, like, you and Breezebot took a nasty hit, too, in that game for, for something that, you know, you were talking was suspendable with that Tane Grady hit. You might even be, you know, muttering the same words about the hit that was thrown on Breezer because I don't think that uh, the staff liked it either. So they were taking another look at it as well. So we'll see if anything comes out of that. So there was a point in time where the comments had, uh, you know, Sauter out of the game. Breeze body was getting stitched up to, in the medical room. Dylan Blue just was banged up. So then they had to throw Brendan Gaunt on defense. And they actually had three defensemen at one point in time. So... Um, I think it was just kind of a perfect storm of, of opportunity that allowed Binghamton to get back in the game. But uh, sometimes you got to just look at, uh, you know, obviously the positives of that quick start. And then being able to hold on like that takes uh, a, a true test of metal as well, you know, because you can really, uh, when you get heading back like that, you can really just kind of uh, wilt and die. And the comments didn't do that. They, they held their ground. Joe Roberts is the voice of the Utica Comets, joining us on Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. We're up against a break, Joe, but I just want to ask real quick, are you excited about the Monday night football game when the team is in Charlotte? Yeah, I am. Uh, I am. You know, it's uh, the Detroit Lions don't see themselves on prime time very often, uh, especially when I was growing up and they were bad. So to be able to go to a prime time football game is pretty exciting. Uh, I know the guys will have a great time. And, you know, you talk about the uh, galvanizing of a unit uh, the way that you thought you might have seen at the Adirondack Bank Center last week. You know, moments like this are what do it as well. So uh, it should be a great time. All right, Joe. Thanks for the time. Always appreciate it. We'll catch up with you next Monday, and I'm sure we'll chat in between. That's the voice you do comments. Joe Roberts, 72 Tavern and Grill is where we have Utica Comets Insider every Monday from 7 to 8. We've got another segment for you. We'll be right back. Let's go, Let's go, Let's go, Let's go, Let's go, You, two, 
back to Rain Man and Scoop on Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Labatt Blue Slocum Dixon and Pathfinder Bank. And we regret to inform Lions fan Joe Roberts, voice of the Comets, that when he is in Charlotte for Monday Night Football, they will not be playing the Lions. They will be playing the Saints as you, in fact, reign uh, hinted at he made in that me, conversation, and we all kind of started like scrambling on our phone there and checking the schedule. He made me think I had a brain fart and typed the wrong thing on our prep sheet. Because the Bills and Lions are playing one another this Sunday. So yes, that is correct. Lot to lot to touch on here though as we close things out. Uh, by the way, uh, shameless plug for Tony FM you know where the game will be. Yes, because you've got Comets hockey with Charlotte at one p.m. So the Bills will move to. Tony FM, 99.1 FM. I don't mind throwing a uh, bone and a little shameless plug to the brother station at all. Reed Boucher got benched for a game. And and then he scored like 15 seconds into the next game. He The motivation or whatever the reason was, he was a healthy scratch, which is when you realize what Reed Boucher means to and does for this team, you're An like... internal matter. Exactly. And you're like, what's going on here? And he was not happy. Yeah, I, I saw him. Uh, he wasn't happy that he, he was in a suit that game. Uh, did not have a, a pleasant look on his face, but did he respond? I don't know the reasons behind it. I wouldn't speculate. Clearly none of our business, I guess. Uh, the internal team matter. And nobody's going to tell us anything, Scope. But it, it worked for whatever reason. That's his 100th career. I believe 100th career goal in the American Hockey League. You know, I, I thought about Josh Gordon when we heard he wasn't going to start for the New England Patriots, and then oh, well, look, look, there he is out there. <laughs> oh, and oh, it's up the package called for him to be out there, or whatever, you know. And, and, and the Browns did that earlier this year when they had Josh Gordon as well. It was a terrible ending to that Patriots game yesterday, wasn't it there? Unfortunate. Uh, uh, that was very bizarre. So, Sots is hurt, which is going to affect things. If you haven't heard, Colton Saucerman was signed to a PTO. We covered that earlier, so you'll see him. You'll know him immediately. He has a magnificent, by far the biggest and best beard on this team. I thought and speculated maybe a great team bonding thing with Movember being over. Coach Call and numerous players did grow uh, the mustaches. Maybe everybody go, grows the the Colton Saucerman, which is, by the way, also a great last name. A Saucerman, Saucer Pass. I'm thinking that that guy's born to play hockey. So is this like a Jason Momoa beard? Is this one of those kind of beards? It's just a big, substantial, fantastic Viking-looking beard. It's really good. It's it's like it's it'll be the envy of other men with beards. It's that good. But he's going to help out on the back end. Something the team definitely needs. Michael Carconi, who was traded for Josh Levo, who obviously is in Vancouver. Scored on his first shot from for the Canucks. Yeah, of course. Uh, the trade with Toronto Carks was one that grew the mustache for November. I bring it all up because, Scoop, you handed me our, our good friend Corey Herget, who writes for Canucks Army, uh, who we have right here on Comets Insider occasionally on Monday nights to give us uh, a little bit of content. He wrote how the, the Michael Carconi trade affects the Utica Comets. And I, I wanted to throw that at you and, and see what you come back with. Well, I, I mean, we got to replace his scoring, you know. And, his speed. And interesting how uh, he's a guy who went from being a healthy scratch to really contributing uh, on the score sheet and contributing a lot. And, you know, the Comets now have to replace that. But we have to understand that we are here to serve the parent club, and that's why these deals are made. And look. 
Josh Levo scored on his first shot for crying out loud for Vancouver. So, so they look like geniuses I, for making it. He obviously needed a change of scenery, and uh, you know maybe it'll work out well for Michael Carcone. Here's uh, you know we wish him the best every time he takes the ice, except when it's against the Utica Comets. Well, it's it's tough because if you look at Vancouver with Besser and Patterson and even Galdobin, some guys that are getting it done up there, it almost felt like. Even with the production of Carcone down here, he was blocked, and then he gets traded to Toronto, where they just re-signed Nylander and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, and that's a pretty stacked up, pretty loaded, pretty locked in top nine for that team, too. It's crazy the way this game works, Scoop. Well, we, like we, we talk about all the time, everything that happens down here is directly related to what's going on. In the NHL with the Vancouver Canucks. So. Whether we like it or not, it is a developmental league. Uh, and, of course, up and down so far this season. Looking at the record update at 12-13-1. Yeah, I mean, you win some, you lose some. You're, you're middle of the pack right now. You're not in contention necessarily for a playoff spot. You've got to you got to pick up the pace a little bit. you got to start to scrap uh, together, scrape together a few more wins. But... You stay the process, just like we were big fans of Travis Green. I think Coach Call is a guy who really has his finger on the pulse of this room, and he will do the things necessary to get the team where they have to go. Remember, we overreact to everything. It is still relatively early in the season. There's a lot of hockey left. Two games this week, Wednesday with Providence, Friday with Binghamton. However, in the, the week leading up to Christmas week, four games in seven days, and then after Christmas, you got another stretch with four games in seven days. So we're going to know a lot when we get to that first Friday in January. All right. Well, I want to thank our chief engineer, uh, Tim Backer, who, of course, puts up with us going late every week. Uh, our man back in the studio, Matt Page, our producer, who literally we cannot do this without. His contributions are just as important as what we do, both of those guys. On behalf of Scoop, my name is Rain. This is 94.9 K Rock. Next Monday night, 7 o'clock, right here at the 72 Tavern and Grill, another episode of Utica Comets Insider. Go Comets!